Hi there, and welcome to Marketing 101, Big Steps for Small Businesses, the podcast that takes the overwhelm out of marketing and brings you tips, tricks, and actions to enhance and grow your own business. My name is Alex. I'm a marketing consultant and owner of the agency Marketing 101, and of course, the host of this glorious podcast. Remember, you can listen in any order, just scroll through the episodes and see which ones are of use to your business. That's plenty of an intro. Grab something to take notes with, not if you're driving, and let's crack on with the content. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking all about how to choose the right kind of marketing for your clients or your business. Uh, it's not something we've covered before, so I am very pleased to welcome to the podcast an absolute expert in the field. We have with us Anna Goodwin, Managing Director at Heart Centred Business. How are you doing, Anna? I'm very well. Thank you very much for that lovely introduction. That's fine. No worries. I, I, I got, almost got there. I think I said podcast at one point. Which, let's be fingers crossed, we're not uh, today. Um, Anna, thank you so much for, for giving up your time. I really, really appreciate it. Um, tell me just a little bit, manager, uh, managing director at Heart Centred Business. I know roughly what you do, but I haven't worked with you guys yet. So well, what exactly is, is Heart Centred Business? So, ah, fantastic. Thanks so much. Um, so Heart Centred Business, our main business, is, we are in the business of helping people make money. Um, so, uh, we do that by helping them with their marketing, helping them with their sales, their systems, their, how their confidence from the inside out, you name it, since you are your business and your business is you, we have to grow you in order to be able to grow your business. So that's what we really focus on. We're actually, um, a collection of about six different businesses, all of the business of me helping people make money, whether it's writing books or, um, uh, copywriting or uh, you know, speak to shine, which is the confidence from the inside out. But this is, it's a real privilege to be able to help people when they have an absolute expertise in a particular field. They are brilliant at something. They are the, they are the world's best kept secret. And I love it when we then get them help to, we, we get them to shine, to be able to really Make sure that they uh, that they can utilize their skills so that they can do what it is that they set out to do in the first place, which is usually help people in one way, shape, or form. So, to to try and layman term that for for our listeners, and so I can understand it, but really, more importantly, yeah. it sounds to me that what you are, it, it feels like you are um, living broadly, but perhaps very uniquely in the realm of. Um, consult business kind of consultancy, business coaching rather. Um, in in that realm, so you're you're all about the conceptual side of being a better business and a better business person, rather than you're you're not doing delivery as such of um of those services. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, close. I'd probably call it more mentorship. You know, if we could really, we've we we've been there, we've done it, we've bought the t-shirts. We have uh, Chris and Corinne, the founders of Heart Center Business. Chris was £100,000 worth in debt. And over the space of 10 months, when he got uh, the right level of mentorship and, and training, he turned that round to have £100,000 in his wow. bank account. In this, and then from there, he grew his business. And then, you know, people started going, well, how, you know, how do you do that? And can you teach me? And that's really how this whole business was born. Um, I was one of their students. So six and a half years ago, I was had an absolutely 
appalling, failing, <laughs> dismal. I had a business. I, I, I was one of our clients. So I had all the, you know, when you first, you know, when you first train, you get all that passion, excitement. And you think, yes, I'm going to make a massive difference in the world. And then you start doing what everyone else tells you to do in terms of the business side of it. So I was doing the vlogging and the blogging and the Instagramming and the LinkedIn and the and the websites and then change my colours on my website and then I'd do it again and then again and then I mean you get this all the time in in you know your yeah. profession you find people like me who've tried everything and and I tried everything for about four years and nothing was shifting. In fact, I could probably count the number of clients. I had on probably two hands over the space of four years. I mean, appalling business skills. <laughs> but you know, I I came, I know, but you know, I I came from a, I came from a background where I really thought I knew what I was doing. My parents were jewelers. I was a say I was on the road selling for my dad for a couple of, for a couple of years, and during the winter time, I'd put ranges together. I'd run. You know, I really thought I knew what to do on the business side. But when it came to my own business, it turned out I knew nothing. And I couldn't get off the I couldn't get off the like the starting block, yeah. and that's what I think we do for our clients. I mean, sometimes they come at different levels. And they, some of them have got more, a better level of success than I started with. <laughs> um, but most of them have either got a lack of time, a lack of money, um, a lack of clients. Quite often have like I did a set of all three. <laughs> Um, but I think it's probably more mentorship to answer. There's a lot of answering your question. No, it's it's, it's uh, fascinating, and actually, it's it you know it's something you mentioned there. It, it leads on to what we're we're planning to talk about today. Because um, obviously, dear listeners, as you know, we we like to ensure we're focusing on uh, bringing you something, educating in 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 some way, or um, inspiring you. Um, and you mentioned about you know changing the branding and the messaging and all those things that we are supposed to do um because that's what you hear about on podcasts in fact that's what you hear about on podcasts like this and and um it it, it is funny because i I, as you said they come across they they come to us in in that state so many times believing that a, a, a website refresh or a new slogan is going to change the the you know the um the future of their business and those activities they have an effect at a at a very huge level. You know, if you are a giant business, then yeah, absolutely. You know, doing your PR or some branding tweaks, and you know, holding um, sessions with 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 your customers to try and figure out how they feel about your brand. Amazing. You know, if you've got bucks to burn, then that's the route. But actually, yes, most exactly of the people that. that we we work with, and you know, the 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 UK is a small business economy. You know. It, yeah. They are small businesses, and those those aren't they're fun things to do, but they're not necessary. So today, why don't why don't we frame what we're going to try and um, figure out today and help our, our listeners with? Um, because I, I I introduced it as um, the right kind of marketing for your business, but why don't yeah. you dig into a bit more? Because this was, this was your idea to talk about this. Yeah. So this is something that I know is the conversation that we're going to have. I know is the one that I have with all of our clients. We've worked with over 3,000 different businesses and about 100 different professions. This is the conversation that comes up more and more than anything else. It's what marketing is, what marketing do I need to do depending on the 
the business that I'm building and the size of business that I'm at. And then if you can establish that, then you know whether or not what you're focusing on. You know whether or not you're focusing on the online or on the offline, essentially. So for listeners out there, get yourself pen and paper and take some notes because actually let's move this forward so you've got real clarity. Because hopefully you're doing exactly the right thing in the right order at the right time. The reality is most people we find actually are doing the right thing, but not necessarily at the right time. <laughs> so we've got, to resh- we've got to reshuffle that around a bit. <laughs> Amazing. It's, it's the old um, play all the right notes, but not necessarily the right order. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> let's make, let's, let's, let's uh, make some nice tunes here. Um, it makes for a lot happier life and uh, we only have one of them and we only have a certain amount of time so we might as well crack on with it and try and do the right thing (laughs) so (laughs) in terms of your business then there's two there's two factors number one is what um what type of business do you want to build or have you built so uh for a lot of your listeners uh who have products are you built are you in a mass market business or are you in a premium service business so what I mean by that is if you have products that are mass market, and by the way, there's absolutely nothing wrong with either. Absolutely nothing wrong. The challenges come is when people are in the middle because then you don't really know what you're doing on the marketing side. So if you are a if you are a mass market business, you are, you know, it's um it's rackham and stackham. It's it's quick. It, people aren't quibbling over price. They want to find something that where they've got a problem and they know exactly what it is to find the solution. They know what they want. They're going to go out and get it. Fantastic. Brilliant. Off you go. It's really super, really super quick. And because of the way that people buy social media, websites, the the net, that is brilliant for all of that because we can make really quick decisions. Is that making sense? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so then on the other side, you've got then your um, you've got your premium products or your premium service. So if you take, I mean, we were working with um, a jeweler, for instance, a premium product business. But in order to be able to sell that premium product, there is a huge amount of service that's required in order to be able to help the clients. Um, not just buy what they want to buy, but figure out what it is that they want to buy. They right. And so on that side of the scale, you're really focusing on customer relations, on building um, really, really solid uh, relationships that are not just for that transaction, but actually they'll keep going back time and time again. It's, it's interesting, actually. The, the um, Something I've been talking about recently, actually a, a, an article um, went out today that i wrote in in sussex business times um i talk about how we we're selling feelings and um the humans what are we if not one feeling after another or a a layer of feelings and i i it relate i relate to this so much because mass market or premium you know it doesn't matter what end of the spectrum people are going to feel something when they buy your product or your service But it's a it's about how important is that feeling? If it's a you know if 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 you're selling toilet bleach, there's a reason they come in three colours, right? Toilet bleach comes in three colours because <laughs> um, each colour makes people feel something different, or they're gonna it matches their bathroom and that gives them a nice little feeling. But they're all small feelings, and therefore the effort required to sell it 
is less. But a, a new car, a new watch, some jewellery, it's a much bigger feeling, a much bigger emotional um, change and therefore the effort that you need to put in service-wise uh, and, and delivery-wise in, in order to sell that, it has to increase as well. So I guess that's a, a, it's how I'd be looking at, again, if, if I was listening, is what, what kind of feelings are associated with my business? Are they is what I'm selling just a, a, a quick smile, a moment in time, or, or is it something bigger? Yeah. And therefore, you know, hedging your efforts accordingly. Yeah, absolutely spot on. Absolutely spot on. And, and, and the other thing is that people don't sometimes know what it is that they want because you're the expert and they're not the expert. And part of that part of that conversation is to is to help them. They have a problem. They what they need a solution for for that problem that they that they have even if it's as even if it's the problem is like of, of I want a I want a ring because <laughs> I, I want to you know but that's still a problem like okay so I want a ring but I'm not an expert and there is there are millions of rings out there how do I figure out what it is that I want and part of our job as experts or for the listeners with their with their businesses is to is to help them figure out what the solution is. What do they really want from it? And you're right, it all comes down to emotion, mm. 100%. Um, so establishing whether or not you're this you're a mass market business or a premium service is going to really, really help. If you are a mass market, crack on, absolutely easy decisions. Like you said, if you're a premium service business, though, your focus has to be on one-to-one -one conversations because... That's the only way you're going to be able to um, so really help somebody move forwards. And it might not be with you. It might be with someone else. So well, what are you talking about price point, really, when you're, when you're moving something into the premium category? Yeah, great question. Um, I'd say around £1,000. It seems, seems to be the tipping point between it being mass market and premium surface. However... Obviously, depending on what it is that you are um, providing as a product or a service, that might be slightly different for your customers. If you're well into two, you know, sort of two thousand five hundred plus, you're well into the premium service. Um, because there there is a tipping point for everybody as to what they will buy happily, knowing they know exactly what to buy. So that therefore, there's no quibbles and versus actually I need a conversation because I have to be able to understand the value of what I'm getting. What am I getting as an outcome? What what expertise do I need to um, bring on board in order to be able to make a really solid decision? And I think I think a thousand is actually for most businesses actually where it's at. Does it? Do you have to think as well about your your audience? I suppose, because and how affluent they they are. Because to to some people, of course, they have different ideas of what spending a lot is. You know, I, I was uh, with someone the other day that was very you know happy spending three grand on a pair of shoes and and, and doesn't really think about it and thinks it's that's great value for money. And, and I, I certainly not I'm not quite there yet on just, you know, flippantly three grand for shoes. So I guess it's just about thinking, think, thinking in a bit of detail. Maybe there's a Venn diagram to be had um, or some yeah. kind of cross section that uh, our listeners could draw up. That would be good, wouldn't it? It'd be really interesting mm -hmm. to kind of hear what your listeners thought about it. Certainly, I'd say it depends on what people get. So it's never the cost of something. If If you... You know, I, I always like to see things as when you're when you're purchasing something, it's an investment. 
Because if you switch it from a cost to an investment, it's a what are you going to get from it? So for that £3,000 pair of trainers, what are you going to get from it? If you're yeah. buying in someone's services or there's a level of expertise that you're happy to go and um, you're... It, it, it's amazing how happy people are to to spend above and beyond because they're very because they're really key on they're really they're really very clear on what it is that they want to get from it. Yeah. I get so I, I have so many conversations with people coming in at a price point because they're pricing themselves in the same way that everybody else is. So they go, well, the reason that I've chosen this price is because these people sell it at that and those people sell it at the other. So I've come in somewhere in the middle. Okay. <laughs> the, the, the reality is that um, they're not a commodity. <laughs> no. You are not a commodity. I am not a commodity. <laughs> it does matter. Unless you're buying something like electricity, where it actually doesn't matter where you buy it from, it's the same outcome. Yeah. It does matter. It it really matters. So it always come back to what are people going to get from it? And and I think that's, what ha that's why having one-to-one -one conversations when you have a premium business, a premium service business or a premium product business is so important because until you have a conversation, they have and you have no idea what they're going to get from it. That, that, that um, digging into to what your customer is really getting is, is important. You made me think actually about um, my Hoover. Um, bear, bear with, bear with. <laughs> um, I... I, I I am not the cleaner in my in my relationship. Don't get me wrong; I do my fair share when asked to, but it's not particularly something I kind of crack on with. But yeah. I bought a robot vacuum um, uh, maybe a year ago for much more than I I I think really a vacuum any vacuum is worth. Yeah. But it wasn't about the vacuuming for me. It's about having a cool gadget yeah. and yeah. being able to program it. Part of yeah. like this smart home system that I love, and it, it's it's a completely again it's a different feeling for me yeah. um there you know, it's, it's it's great it does it does a good job and everything but it was more than buying a hoover because it was buying a hoover that that wouldn't be something that excites me or that i get yeah. into and and um so yeah okay so there we go there's a there's a, a task for the, yeah. the listeners straight away yeah. get out there and talk to your customers talk to your existing customers and ask them what feelings they get about your your product and and um uh, and, and service or service yeah, yeah. it's because it, um, and i'm picking that phone up and talking to them it's going to be key because even if they have bought it without having conversations, phone up and find out how they're getting on. What do they enjoy about it? What are the you know what what would have made uh, the difference? To them the reality is that most people buy buy something because they think it's going to fix a problem, and actually mm -hmm. they could really use a conversation to find out whether or not actually that's going to solve the problem, or actually you being the go-to expert in your field, actually there's something else that would be much better. Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. So look, we've 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 figured out. Um, what kind of uh, business we are with mass market or premium or it's slightly awkward in the middle. Um, we're going to figure out what our customers actually feel about what we're selling and and um, and, and what makes them tick. Um, so I guess then kind of what's what's the next step in, in, in your process here? Okay, so the next thing is to is to have a look at actually what level of business you're currently at. So if you're in if you're in if you're in a phase one business, so we have enormous amounts of phase one businesses in this country, naught to a hundred thousand. You are a phase one business. Essentially, you're a startup. If you're a phase two business, that's a hundred to two hundred and fifty. And if you're a phase three business and above, let's say two hundred and fifty plus. And I'm not going to go into any other 
um, any other sort of uh, levels going up. We'll just stick to talking about the three levels because you need very different levels of marketing for these three different areas. And is this revenue or profit we're talking here? This is let's let's go revenue. Let's go revenue. Okay. So um, to keep it let's keep it keep it nice and simple because <laughs> these are also rule, rules of thumb as well. So if you're in a phase one business, you're a startup business. The reality is that you don't yet know exactly um, what to do on the marketing front that's going to be amazing. <laughs> you're also, for most businesses, pretty low on the income side because most businesses are getting off the ground without an awful beat, without 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 an, uh, very very much money. So you are you've got you've got more time on your hands, you've got less money on your hands, and you don't really know what you're doing exactly, but you're figuring it out along the way. That's kind of what a stage one business is doing. For most stage one businesses, their focus for their marketing needs to be on one-to-one conversations. Because in the same way that we just said it just a moment ago, picking up the phone and speaking to people is actually going to really, really help them understand their clients, what it is that they need, <laughs> what it is that they, the problems that they have, the solutions that potentially their products or their services are going to uh, gonna, are gonna give them what the value of things are. They're going to really, really understand um, their business inside and out, but most importantly, their clients inside and out. And you can only do that through conversations. Mm -hmm. If you don't have conversations, you're seeing the world through your own lenses, the way that you see the world. If the moment you start having lots of conversations, you can very quickly shift your conversations, shift the marketing messages, shift the focuses, come up with something new on the spot. You can take the conversation off into a different way. You and I know, I mean, we're having a conversation here. You know, we can, mm, enormous amounts of fantastic things happen in a conversation mm. that would never happen via email, via social media, on any sort of websites. It's only in conversations. And especially if you're building that premium service, premium product business that we talked about earlier, that's even more important that you're having those one-to-one -one conversations. But in any context, pick up the phone, have conversations because it'll it'll help develop the understand your understanding far more quickly and it'll help you shift and change really fast to be able to get the results you want. It is so funny. The, the, the phone call is something that it's a standard thing to avoid. <laughs> um, it, it, everyone does it. I do it. I've I've had a, a business card on my desk since Wednesday. That I know it's like they said with their mouth to my face. You know, they gave real words that said they wanted exactly one of the services that I offer. And have I have I quite got to that phone call yet? And it, 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 it is hard to get across the line. But you know, it, it, I think phone calls do two things. Um, they move things so much quicker. And I think you're you're completely right when when talking about those small businesses, capitalizing on what you've got that your bigger, busier competitors haven't got. Your time, you know, you you if you haven't if you if you're that size, you should have time. You can call people and have great conversations, and they can't. And you can afford to spend longer on the phone with someone and actually build a rapport and a relationship because you know there's age old people by people, but it, it is entirely true and. You know, it's you, you're not a chocolate bar at the checkout. You're not an impulse purchase. You are a considered purchase, both you and your business, especially if you're a young business. So, yeah, 
cap i love the idea of capitalizing on on what you've got that that they haven't which is your your time yeah pick up the phone god if i could have that tattooed on the back of my hand i think i would yeah i'm writing a book that's basically called pick up the phone like really? actually i don't actually know what the title is i'm twenty two thousand words in and it's it's the thing that comes up in all of my coaching calls. Oh, but I sent them. A, I sent them a text. Oh, I, well, I sent them a thing on LinkedIn. But I've, but I've sent them an email. But have you picked up the phone? Oh no. <laughs> and the stories that we create in our head around why we shouldn't pick up the phone are fabulous. I mean, they are. We. It's and ultimately, if we ultimately we. We listen to our body and we make up great excuses about why we should or we shouldn't do something. So you will have had, and I'm not going to make you wrong because this is something that we all do, you will have had a certain feeling in your body that then you made up a great excuse as to why you shouldn't call them. Oh, it's lunchtime. Oh, it's the evening. Oh, they'll be taking kids to school. Oh, they'll be busy by now. <laughs> yeah, I've only got 15 minutes. I won't call them now because it's going to take a lot more than 15 minutes. Like, no, it's a marketing conversation. Give them a call and book them in for a longer <laughs> conversation. Like, it's a, we, we make wonderful excuses. And yet, this is the quickest route to being able to grow your business. Hands down, pick up the phone, talk to people. And for listeners there who are coming up with wonderful reasons why they shouldn't now pick up the phone, I get it. And we all have this going on because we're all human. <laughs> so you can either do... You can either have, you can write this down, folks. You can either have pleasing methods or pleasing results. <laughs> but you can't have oh, both at the it. same time. <laughs> but, 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 but then you say that as well. Like, I, I, I always have to remind myself how many bad phone conversations have I had when I did finally pick up the phone and talk to someone. And also, you know, if, so, if a client then sent me a, a WhatsApp message and it came across a bit eggy and I was like, oh, and then I put off the phone call for three days and I called them and they're fine. Yeah. It's not. It's not a problem. Yeah. It, this yeah. I misread their text, and yeah. I, I honestly think that maybe one in a hundred phone calls are actually yeah. sticky, and maybe they're you know you, you maybe you're not connecting, but yeah. and the rest are they're always great. They're always they great. really are. They really are. I used to I used to hate. I mean, one of the things you know way back when when I was first when I was this, you know, one of the heart center business students, they were like, pick up the phone, talk to people. Honestly, I would shake all over. My knees would rattle, I'd get sweaty, palms, you know, heart pounding. I, I, I hated it with every bone of my body. And so I used to track. So I track and I put, and every time I had a conversation with someone, you know, marketing conversation, short conversations, I'd put a little smiley face or I'd put some nice little words next to it. And then I could track all the good things, all the fantastic conversations I was having. And then the odd one that was a bit weird or odd <laughs> Or they put the phone down. You're like, oh my god, that's so strange. What happened there? It was. It was like the one in a hundred, and then they wouldn't then put you off for the rest of the, for the rest of the week because you because you could see all and you could remember all of these wonderful conversations. We're so hardwired to remember the bad, not the good. So Absolutely. if you're having trouble with it, track and put little smiley faces or little stickers. <laughs> I, I love it i do a traffic light system actually I, I like to track whether i've had a good average or a bad day as in like emotionally yeah. i like to track that because yeah, i think good. when you're having a bad day you always think like oh why do i have so many bad days and actually as soon as you start traffic lighting your days you realize that it's it's not it's not a good it's not a big percentage at all you really do yeah definitely so look that's your phase one business your focus is ideally on one-to-one -one conversations it's not that you shouldn't be 
anywhere on the web. It's just that don't rely on that for generating clients. <laughs> yeah. Maybe pick one place so that you're visible. But apart from that, really focus on one-to-one -one conversations. That's really going to move and forward. Networking is is great for that as well. Like you know, that's where we met was yep. networking, and I do. Yeah. I would say 95% of my business comes yeah. through my networking. Yeah. Um, and it, it really is. It's, it's you as a human with other humans who are there to do business. So, yeah, yeah one to You really are. Yeah, it works fantastically. The, the um, networking in, in, in my book is the number two. Is So number one is use the network that you already have. So everybody in their phone book, they have, they have between, I don't know, 200 and 400 telephone numbers in their phone book. That's the ones that people forget. <laughs> So pick up the phone, use your network, the, the people who already know, love and trust you. And when then when you started to really connect and really get some motion in there, then absolutely go networking. I mean, go networking anyway, but it's a longer game. I know you and I met and we hit it off straight away, which is great. But it's probably also because we knew similar people. So that we'd yes. met and we, we, we had, you know, we had mutual friends and... And that's the thing with networking is if you're going into a new environment, it takes a while to build up that that trust. So it's it, it absolutely it's a real, it's you take the time to build those relationships um, and don't give up the first time. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah well, um, networking is is like any kind of relationship. You know, you as you said, every now and then you you meet a corker on on the first the first time. You're like, yeah, that's yeah. a friend for life. There, yeah. but. Most yeah. of the time, it's, you know, it's meeting people in different environments and adding a layer to your personality until people go, okay, yeah, you are the kind of person I want to hang out with. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely yeah. persistence with networking. Absolutely. So, moving on. So, stage two businesses. So, if you're a stage two business out there and you're bringing in between um, 100000 and 250000 um, you have got a whole bunch of clients who are probably your – they're like your fan base, <laughs> They they're gonna they're gonna sing your names to the rooftops. They're gonna be so excited about what you do and how you do it, and they'll want to go and tell everybody. That's brilliant, because then if you're if you're if you're earning that sort of money, then when you do go on social media, then you've already got lots of connections. You've made connections at networking. You've already established a network with the people who already you know, love, and trust. You've got great clients. You've, you're building up some momentum and more importantly as well, because you've been having lots of one-to-one -one conversations, you know what marketing message is working right? over and above what's not working because you've tried and tested it verbally hundreds and hundreds of times. It means that when you go online and you, you know, maybe getting the fabulous support of, of yours truly, you know, then, then You've got something to work with. You're not trialing and testing it. You know what's working. So then that's a great time to go online because you've got a following, you've got a fan base, you're having fantastic conversations on on uh, you know, on and off um social media and it's everything becomes so much easier. <laughs> also, you've got a bit more time to play with and you also you've got some more money to play with. So in terms of then your marketing You've got, you've got, uh, you know what you're doing with your message and you know where you want to go to. So you've, and you've got some more time. So it really opens up the possibilities. Absolutely. Yeah. Apologies, Anna. I lost you a little bit in the middle there, but I know it's recording at the other end. So the, the listeners will, will have got all of that. <laughs> it, it's fascinating, actually, that, that you, you've, I love that you've led with, with kind of not social media for, for those smaller businesses because, 
it's it, it may it, it makes so much much sense to push that off till later you know everything you're saying about having your messaging in line you know you know how to position yourself brand everything is is in place but actually also i think there's just a, a because it, it is accessible because it is online and anyone could do social media um it feels like people can they they just assume that's the first thing they should do when they open a business this is the first thing this is the main thing um because you know we all know this history of things going viral it seems like this nice quick opportunity for small businesses to take advantage of but it's just it's just not true anymore you there are very few businesses that hit social media at the beginning and 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 make that work for them it's really it's you know it's a lot more complex than that um so i love pushing it back into the into the kind of uh phase two businesses i think it's a really key conversation and you know and i know the conversation you'll have with lots of your clients as well is okay and that leads to what you know i speak to so many people who have managed to really make social media look like it's working for them in terms of likes and comments and that sort of thing and then you go fantastic you know how are your client numbers and they go oh well, i haven't got any clients from it <laughs> and, and that and then that kind of comes back to the conversation we have right at the beginning is okay well is it because actually you're you're a mass market business and that's not how that's not how people buy or is it because you're not moving people forwards into a conversation and because you are a premium service and so you've got to get people, you know, it's it, it, it it's a really, the, the social media thing, it, it looks like it's such a wonderful magic wand for so many people. And like you say, it's just not the case any, uh, anymore. And, you know, for those yeah. people who it was the case for, it's like, okay, and how many years did you do that for? Who was paying your bill whilst you were building that up for five, six, seven years to be able to then look like you're an overnight success. I'd far rather yeah. uh, people, um, when they start their businesses, start off in the right way and actually move people forwards and start my, making money immediately. Because then you get to Definitely. you get to really be able to find out whether or not what you've got is what people need. You know, <laughs> are you solving a problem for people? <laughs> It's so logical, you know, it's when you think about it, boil it down, you know, first of all, craft your trade, then take it public, you know, th then then magnify it online, it, it, you know, craft your trade one to one, magnify it online. Yeah, it seems so logical. I love it. <laughs> so then look, stage, stage, stage three and, and, and beyond, um, I think it's both, actually. So I think you need to have, it needs to be online, but it also needs to have one to one conversations. Um, because for stage three and above, actually, um, and certainly for businesses that are a million pounds above, actually, the focus is not on clients anymore. The focus is on staff. The focus is not on clients anymore. The focus is on joint venture conversations. Right. And if you are, if you're, you know, if you're looking at, if you're looking at um, um, joint ventures or you're looking at your staffing, actually, that's what you need to be marketing for. That and they they're all one to one conversations. They're all relationship developing, you know, step stepping stone from one conversation onto another and onto another and onto another. You're finding the value matches. You're, um, you know, it, it, that they they are so exciting and you cannot do any of that online. So I spend most of my time having one to one conversations with people because we run a seven figure business and. And it's not that we don't do social media, 
<laughs> Although actually we really don't do very much. <laughs> um, because because our clients are premium service, so that's not how they buy. So yeah. we we'll do it. We'll 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 do a little bit consistently, but that's not how they buy. But it's a when you get to that level, you then have choices, but you still can't ever give up the one-to-one conversations. I often um, it's, it sounds a bit strange coming from a marketer, but when we're talking about social media, I often refer to organic social media. Don't get me wrong, um, mm. social media advertising, love it. But organic social media, your day-to-day posting, that I put it on the same level as having your office cleaned once a week. Like it, it, it's just something you're expected to do. If you don't do it, people think you're weird. You put the heating on in the winter. If you don't do it, people think you're weird. But it's not necessarily, you know, that's generally it's not, it's not, and it's not going to do anything for for you. Um, but it might have a negative effect if you don't do it. You might, you yes. might think, oh God, why? Like a marketing yes. agency, why are they doing social media? So we do social media. Yes. Have I ever got yes. a client from social media? No, absolutely not. Never got a client from social media, and 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 that's it. So it's just, yeah, truly understanding, um, yeah, what the, the the benefits of those things and and what the biggest opportunity for you is. Yeah, I think I think the key with all of this is um, stop hiding behind computers, folks. You know, I think, you know, I think it was, I think we were pretty bad as humans pre-COVID. But I really think that COVID exacerbated the fear of Mm. picking up the phone, of going out and having conversations, of speaking to people in the supermarkets, down the park or on the train or, you know, David, who we run a business with, he picked up his first £50,000 client because he had a conversation with someone on the train. You know, it's, it's a have more conversations and have better conversations. That's ultimately, if we can do that, it will magnify your business, not just not just financially, which is pretty important, but also emotionally. Like we are built as humans to, we need to connect and- the social being. And yet we find ourselves hiding more and more behind laptops and computers and Heading away and going, oh, and also making up stories then around, you know, I know I made up loads of stories in those first four years when all of that wasn't working. The stories I was making up for myself were, were, well, I'm not good enough. Everyone else is clearly succeeding. It must be me. I'm doing all the right things that everyone tells me to do and it's not working. Maybe I'll go back and do teaching because I was, I'm an ex-school teacher. Like you make it about yourself and it's got, it's, it's not. No, it's not learning <laughs> It's funny, isn't it? it you, you're right about that. Yeah, the pandemic. I think even I, I was, I, I've even dipped a bit. I've always been very social, but yeah, I dipped. Um, I've dipped, and it's. Do you know what? You just have to remind yourself. Like I said, same as reminding yourself. Actually, when was the last time you had a bad phone call? Um, yeah. It's those. You know, it's going out to a party, isn't it? That, that I think every social event now, I have this kind of. Oh, what what can I do? What excuse can I make up? Yeah. And then you get to it and you love it. And it's because it's we yeah. humans, it's people, and we all want to hang out and we all want uh, to to be around other people that are like minded and watch them succeed. Yes. And yeah, yeah, reminding yourself of that is uh, yeah. is is vital. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, Anna, thank you so much for your for your time today. That's really really insightful. And I, you know, we made it through the poor Wi-Fi. And apologies um, to our listeners if. Uh, I'll, I'll be in the edit straight after this and I'll make it work I promise but apologies if it interrupted at all we lost any of the amazing value that Anna brought today um, really appreciate your time it's been a real pleasure I've absolutely loved talking to you and I, what I really love is that we are on the same page coming at the same thing but from very different places and we have very different things and experiences to bring to the table 
Um, but they're both they're both so aligned. Absolutely. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I, I, I can feel it, and I think uh, you know. Again, to it's easy to talk on these things when you're coming from a position of having figured that out. I have figured out that I need to be with humans in order yes. for my business to work, and, and that's me, a digital marketer who sells, you know, <laughs> paid social media and, and email marketing and things that are not social. Um, but, uh, well, in fairness, I also help run about three different networking events because I do see that value. So, yeah, yeah it, this is not just talk, um, lovely listeners. This is, you know, from personal experience, I'm sure on both our behalf, is, is get out there and, and um, interact and, and sell face-to-face. People love it. They really do. Really and do. And uh, where can people find you and Heart Centred Business? Where, where would you like to direct people to if they want to um, get in contact? So... I would go if you know if you if this is resonating with people who are listening out there, go to um, heartcenteredbusiness.com. Um, go there and then uh, click on the link that gifts you a um, a free business growth call. Um, otherwise, you can always email hello at heartcenteredbusiness. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn, but I'm not often on it. <laughs> and I'd love to connect, uh, but you know what? In whatever way that we connect, the intention will be that we take you off <laughs> straight away into a conversation. <laughs> um, That's it. Uh, but I, you know, I, you know, it's really let's get you let's let's give, let's gift your listeners a conversation. Uh, and we have an amazing team. They do. They uh, we we set up a system whereby we gift people free business growth calls. So f- they'll spend an hour with you. And they'll go through your business, and they'll figure out what the where 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 the gaps are, whether it's in your marketing, in your sales, in your systems. And if you want to carry on the conversation, brilliant. And if you don't, brilliant. You will have had a fantastic call. Um, somebody had they got we got some feedback from one of our calls about a year later after we had it, and off the back of one of these calls, they'd quadrupled their income over the space of that year. And it's like that's wow. the stuff that makes me smile. Uh, you know, it's we're not right to work with everybody, and I know that we can move most people forwards. So um, have a free call, be in contact, and uh, we'll see where it goes from there. Do you know what, actually, I, I haven't mentioned this to you yet, Anna, um, but I know one of your clients, um, a copywriter by the name of Alice. <laughs> I don't know if you know Alice personally. I know Alice very well. She, I mean, she's an absolute legend, and uh, so I, I first met her about three years ago, and she joined your program and um i understand has has uh, yeah ab- absolutely skyrocketed so listeners again this is this isn't just a, a sales pitch this i i can vouch and um, i didn't know that i knew alice before any of these conversations <laughs> and i do and she, she's done incredibly well working working with you yeah. guys so um a free a free hour business consultation yeah. absolutely amazing um and again just to head so head to heartcenteredbusiness.com yeah, or email hello at Heart Centred Business and then the team will pick up the phone to you and we'll go from there. Okay, great. And we're spelling centred the English way, is that? The English way. C-E-N-T-R-E-D. Because I know 70%, 70% of my listeners <laughs> are in America. So uh, do you work overseas as well? We do work a bit overseas. Absolutely. We just need to figure out the timing, but there's absolutely no reason why we can't do that at all. Amazing. Well, take advantage we- of that. That's... Um, yeah. fantastic thank you so much uh okay if you'd like to connect with me directly you can head to alexryanuk.com uh, or of course find me on linkedin the link's in the show description uh if you want to come and hang out with marketing 101 
Again, all of our social media channels and everything else uh, is in the link tree in the episode notes. You'll find a blog all about this episode as well, popping up very shortly. Uh, And as ever, please subscribe if you haven't already. Please tell a friend about the podcast if you haven't already. uh, And if you can leave a review, that is how podcasts grow. We are eternally grateful. Um, Anna, any, any, what are you up to for the rest of the day? It's a beautiful day. It's, it's halfway through a Friday. It is stunning. Do you know what? I have another podcast later, which I'm very no excited about. I'm going to be talking about a, a book, the book review one, which is great. Amazing. Um, and then I'm going to go for a long walk uh, this afternoon. It is stunning. I'm down on the south coast, next to the sea and in the downs. So that's what I'll awesome. be. I'll be heading out to find some sunshine later. I'm going to do the same, I think. Dogs, dog yeah. walk. Uh Next, after doing a little <laughs> very nice, wonderful. Well, thank you so much again for joining us. I really, really, oh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, thank and have a wonderful last. rest of your day. Thank you, and to you, and of course, our listeners. We will see you next episode. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye now.